A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Oh, and welcome. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where today uh, we're talking school. Yeah. We're talking sport. We're talking tuck shop. Yeah, things that really <laughs> merge. We're, we're talking tuck shop and we're talking lycra. Yeah, That's where we we're really going. are. We really, really are. Because I loved school. I really, not so much primary school and stuff like that, but secondary school. From about the age of 14, I just, honestly, like, I just absolutely loved it. I went to an all-girls school, which I just had the best time. Like, it was just brilliant. There was no silliness. There was no, I mean, I think people think, oh, if you went to an all-girls school, it must have been really bitchy. It must have been really cliquey. And that just was not my experience at all. Like, I just absolutely loved it. And you're it. still really good friends with your schoolmates. And yeah. I'm I'm good friends with some of the girls from the girls' school. Yes. Well, because did you go to a boys' school? I went to a boys' school. So there was this moment when the school buses... So the school buses would start at the girls' school, pick up the girls, and then it was about, about a 10-minute drive, maybe slightly less, to pick up the boys, right? That 10-minute... Heavy contouring. Oh, my gosh. It was like backstage at a drag show. It was, do you know what I mean? It was full skirts up, makeup. It was the lot. It was just wall to wall. People just like clamoring over each other with hairspray. And that's really how I walked into school. Because obviously as a gay gay teenage boy at an old boys school, I was on the pull. That was the the only thing I liked about school, really. That was the only real thing. But like, yeah, I was dolled up for those classes. I learned all I needed to know, yeah. learn at school. You were very, very, very good. Lad. I was busy. I was busy. And I'm telling you, when I got to uni, I was like, oh, I'm not interested in that. I want to go raving. Yeah. I don't need any of that. I've done all of that at oh, school. I've done all this. I've done all of this. And um, I want to talk about the tuck shop straight away because it really was one of my highlights mm. um, of, you know, just just looking for knowing that it was coming up in the day knowing that what at some point geography was going to finish and then we'd be able to get down there spicy knickknacks spicy knickknacks i could eat packets i can't eat them again anymore. no i can't i can't no i, I can't go near them no i it was always the orange ones nice yeah. and spicy mm. they were the ones they're a crisp I, yeah for international listeners yes they are they're a crisp um, you don't see them anymore. I don't Shame. feel like, yeah, God, probably because they were like, God, 
God knows what was in them. Yeah. Artificial colourings and so, then Side some. effects have yeah, been known. Oh, my God. Somebody went, actually went orange because they <laughs> ate too many. I don't know if that's true. If knickknacks, if you're listening. Um, I could eat them until my lips swelled. Yeah. Like just so many of them. Sweets were different then. Sweets and confection. There was none of this. No artificial colours and flavouring. Oh, you came up off a bag of sweets. Oh, God. Absolutely. Dilation. Oh, my God. Maths that afternoon. You were like, you were hanging. Absolutely crazy. You were just there with a a bottle of water like, (laughs) God, how am I going to get through? I actually used to thread the long strawberry shoelaces up my blazer. We put them through our blazer. Great. So in class, we could lift up and just... (laughs) <laughs> little like and just you just keep a up a little hit yeah just yeah. a little hit like if you had your like if you had your mittens on a string yeah. you could do that that's great alex um my sister's my brother-in-law but not in law um he went to an irish school they all had nuns and stuff and in ireland did... or just no, anywhere no it was in leeds oh yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and um but you know there's nuns there's nuns everywhere and they used to sell tea cakes. So you go to your tuck shop, which is lovely, yeah. and you get a tea cake. So you'd go up and you'd be like, uh, two tea cakes, please. Two tea cakes. <laughs> two tea cakes. Back there. Two t- <laughs> I don't know where I'm from now. But two tea cakes. That'll be 25p, please, flower. Like this. <laughs> he said it was, at, there was something really, two tea cakes. <laughs> God, where I was, it was a it was a sausage bap. Oh, sausage bap, Donna. Get a sausage oh bap. my God, how nice! Well, I went to see Mary Poppins because my John's eldest, my stepdaughter Poppy, she had a very good part. She was Jane of Jane and Michael Banks. Good heavens! Yeah, she was Jane, and they had a tuck shop. I was not expecting it. Imagine Did you how my little eyes lit up. When we walked in, having shown our very expensive tickets, um, with booking fee, they're not messing about anymore. No. Um, and there was a full tuck shop. And they had, I haven't seen these for years, you know, like the fluorescent drinks with the film lid that you pierce. Oh, my you know, God. Like yeah. that. I mean, that's why there's an, a climate emergency, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. I mean, Mary there Poppins has got a lot right to answer there for. Between, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was all, so yeah, they, they had, we had those, you know, I mean, another example, what the hell is in one of those? A drink, unless it's a WKD blue, should not be blue. No, you're so right. You're so right. But we used to, um, and I know we were talking about pack lunches, because obviously we're talking about Ken's Beach yeah, 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 Massacre, the disaster. Um, we used to absolutely, when, because at our school, you'd queue up, you know, you get your hot foods and then there was like a cold food section in the middle with a lot of salad that I didn't never see anyone eating. <laughs> yeah. But occasionally in that salad area, they would have cooked cold pizza. Oh, really? And word would come down the line that it was there. There's cold pizza. There's cold pizza available. You had to be quick. You, it was almost worth skipping around the hot food to get there. But mum once sent me to school with a packed lunch and I was really excited because I knew there was leftover cold pizza. I thought about it all morning, right, that it was coming, that I would get to You'd lunchtime. You'd really planned oh, your strategy. Oh my God. I, to be yeah. honest, now if I knew I was having cold pizza. I was going to say, pizza, this is basically you at a buffet. Yeah, if I knew I was having cold pizza, like tonight, I'd be excited about it now. So... 
Um, got to lunch. The lunchbox opens. There's the foil, the foil triangle. I unwrapped it. It was a bloody piece of brie. She'd put the wrong foil in. She'd t- she'd seen in the fridge the pizza wrapped in foil next to a wedge oh, of brie. June, what a fall from grace. Can, I was gutted. I was absolutely gutted. And I came home. We passed it round a bit. Everybody had a nibble. Got home. I was like, Mom, you didn't give me my cold pizza. You gave me brie. And she went, well, where is it? <laughs> I said, oh, it's gone. I had to eat it. Yeah, like we passed it round. She went, that bloody great big wedge of brie. I was saving that. I've got people coming round tonight. I was going to put that out on the cheese board. That's my brie and you've hit. I was in trouble. It was my fault with the brie there. Um, but lunch boxes do give me the ick. Like yes, they there's do something about give me opening the them up. Well, it's the sweatiness inside, but also it's the end of the day, them coming out of a bag and the leftovers still being in there my f- and clearing them out. My oh. friend said that um, sometimes she's struggling at the moment because she's a mum. She's struggling to work out if girls on the street, like these Gen Zs, are carrying lunchboxes or if it's just this new trend of yeah. little bags. She's like, I don't know what that girl's <laughs> carrying there. <laughs> is this her lunch or is this a handbag? Who knows? <laughs> what's going on here? What's the, what's the thing? And I said, babe, you're hitting middle age. Oh that, that's gosh. what's happening now. That's what's now. going on. Yes. Here we are. But games, PE, we called it games. We had PE. I mean, I was, I was just not built for it. I was just not built for PE. I used to, if we did hockey, I would always ask to be the goalie because it took you 20 minutes to put the gear on. It took you 20 minutes to pad up yeah. with all the stuff. And then you could just stand Anyway, you know, you could just stand around in the goal. You didn't have to be running around with it. Cross country, I was one of the people that just went this way, this way, this way, round here. The people would be running in the mud doing cross country. I'd be like, come this way. But the only thing that I did enjoy was our maths teacher um, had a full light croissette. I mean, we're talking the, the whole, the rosemary you know what I mean? Mm, the lot. Familiar. What was her name? Rosemary Connolly. Yeah. Rosemary Connolly. She was head to toe, the full high lycra, the, the Reeboks, you know. And she was the math teacher and she used to do lunchtime aerobics. And I loved it. I was really into it. Lunchtime aerobics was where I found myself with the maths teacher. Oh my God, Sarah. Yeah, doing it to chain reaction. I go in the middle of a chick. Grapevine. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Well, how funny that you bring up aerobics. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, firstly, going into PE, my experience at school was like um, this. There was two camps. I loved I loved orienteering randomly. I just enjoyed that. I enjoyed the quest of it. Enjoyed running. Enjoyed (laughs) that I didn't really have to speak to people. I wasn't really on a team. It was like, just get on with it. Yeah, get your compass out. Enjoyed cross country and enjoyed it more as I got older and was really into boys and things because I'd work out the route and I knew we had to do two or three laps. So I'd pull into a hedge, have a fag, maybe (laughs) snog a boy, get back on, (laughs) run around again a bit more. And then I was like, there we go, done. Yeah, lovely. Um... But a lot of the time I actually avoided PE. I hated it. I didn't enjoy so many aspects of it. Yeah. But now obviously I've found exercise that I enjoy, something things that I'm really into, spin, hit, those sorts of things. Moving to Kent, and I remember we spoke about this when you came over. I actually where where we live, I've really struggled in finding 
classes to yeah. go to, things that I like, things that I'm really like connecting with, enjoying. And I'm still doing a lot of classes in London and then going home on the train. Don't just come in for that. Don't be ridiculous. But you know <laughs> what I mean. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to have a Google actually and see, hit classes near me, see what comes up. Yeah. There was this class. Oh, yes. 8am on a Saturday morning. I thought that is my favourite time to do a hit class. It's the start of the weekend. It stops me from going wild on a Friday night because you know, Sarah, I need an anchor on that Saturday morning. Oh gosh, I do. (laughs) So I arrive at said school sports hall where school. it was school sports hall where it was held <laughs> and i and as i pulled up it was a lot of gilets from the get go a lot of a lot of people in their 50s really lunging stretching all of this and i thought you know when you're just like this isn't for me but these aren't my people <laughs> you know, but i was like you never know yeah we don't know and we don't judge so i got out the car walked in and um, there was a class in there before which looked like OAP Tai Chi. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. people were just kind of pushing things and I was like, oh, okay, this is, this, you know, it's not cool. going to be, yeah, <laughs> I'll go with it. <laughs> so I, this teacher comes over to me and I don't think she'll mind me saying soon as I won't be going back. She had definitely cut her own fringe and it wasn't like, if you cut your own fringe, because it's a fringe that covers the eyebrows, we're talking a short, spiky fringe at the front. I have had one before. A short, dark spiky days, fringe. Dark days. <laughs> Scraped back and... That's maintenance, the, isn't it? Because she knows she's going to get sweaty. She can't have a she long would, fringe. She just... I mean... We were not on the same page yeah. to, to, to start with. I had I had mattified in the car. I I always wear a gym fragrance, and I was like, "This is a lady with a practical fringe. We we won't be getting on." So she then had these again lycra full bodysuit, and she came bounding over. She looked happy, and yeah. I think I'm I don't have a problem with positivity positivity and optimism, but I don't like it at the gym. <laughs> I don't. I'm not that. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Yeah, that's where I'm like, yeah. just be Rain a dick. it in. Like, so. Don't be silly. She's like, have you ever done hit aerobics before? I was like, yes, I have. <laughs> I was thinking, hit aerobics, odd. So we get in. I. She said, oh, you'll need a mat, Jules. Don't forget a mat. I was like, oh, I'll give you a mat. So put put all my stuff down, mat on. And she went, Everyone in here knows all the moves. Just go with it. You'll have a great time. And let me tell you, you'll love the music. And you know, I'm just stood there and it's all mirrors in this sports hall. I could see every angle of myself. It's like the Trini and Susanna, the 360 Yeah, it was like that. that And I was like, okay, we're here. She puts it on and it was happy hardcore. Happy hardcore, like, like wild. I was like, the only time, the last time I heard happy hardcore was when I got lost at Creamfields and ended up in the wrong tent. Did you get PTSD? Yeah, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> the leaps and movements that people made. I was like, oh my God. So I, I managed to keep up. It was okay. Of course she did. It just... was all fine. Everything was okay. And I thought, I'm getting into this. The endorphins are kicking in. Maybe I'm going to join this cult. It was fine until she said, we're going to run in from the circle. And we're going to all high five each other. And we're going to run back. How upsetting. Like the hokey cokey. High fives. It's the hokey cokey. High fives should never be done with a total stranger. No. High fives should not be done if you do not know any form of backstory. Sure. There I was high fiving these goody goody two shoes of people. I had a face like sin. I was not into it. (laughs) You. 
on my Saturday morning. Oh my gosh, hating it. Absolutely hating it. Hating every second, the music and everyone's smiling, everyone's leaping and I was like, you can all go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) So then at the end of the class, I could barely string a sentence together. Yeah. I'm soaked through. Everyone's springing out. Do you want to get a coffee, June? Like, you know, June, Jean. Anyway, zip, I put my stuff on and the, t- the teacher comes over and she went, wasn't it great? Wasn't it great? <laughs> Didn't you love it? And I was like, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I'll never see you again. Yeah. Goodbye. We will never cross paths <laughs> again and I'll never be here again. I got in the car and I did think, Maybe I would go back for ironic reasons. Maybe it was a good class. You could get into it. Maybe everybody started off going ironically. No, Sarah, I went to buy myself a piece of smoked trout and I got on with the day and I'm not sure. going back. No, fine. You've put it behind yeah. you. Marvellous. Um, will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh, let's. Who's there? Jules and Sarah, my loves. It's Jackie from Canada. <gasps> Oh, we've missed you so much. I can't believe you're back potting again. What has happened since the last time you put out a podcast episode? Um, I've changed jobs. I've changed kind of careers, actually. I came back to England for the first time in six years, which was six years way too long. Uh, I wandered along the seafront in Deal, looking across to France and wondering why I insist on holding myself in the frozen tundra that I currently occupy. Um, I can't wait to hear all of your updates. Jules and Dutch's home renovation and all the changes that are going on there and Sarah and baby Nancy will soon to become big sister Nancy. Um, So exciting. Honestly though, I have to say, do you know who I've missed the most? Ken and Sheila and June. (laughs) I feel like we haven't caught up with them in, well, we actually, I don't just feel like it. We actually haven't caught up with them in probably well over a year. Oh, we've missed you so, so much. Um, Maybe you'll bring back an OG Jules and Sarah, the podcast feature such as Biscuit of the Week with this return. (laughs) Honestly, though, it doesn't really matter. We're just so happy to hear from you again. Missed you so, so much. Love you. Bye. Oh, Jackie with a voice like silk. Oh my god, I've never heard Jackie's voice. Now Velvet. Jackie is OG. OG. She OG. remembers Biscuit of the Week, a feature that didn't yeah. last long. Oh, it was only but a the, couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it was Ginger Nook and a couple yeah. of others. That was it. It tired very quickly. Mm. But Jackie really she's been with us from the get-go. I've never heard Jackie's voice. No. That Jackie, you could do voiceovers. Yeah, I'd buy anything from you. Audio books, the lot. Yeah. Get into it. Get into it, Jackie. And <laughs> um, there was um, biscuits at the tuck shop. That's what I went for in the end when I went to see the production. Oh, I'm glad you told me that. Had a Thank cup you. of tea and a note, but I thought I'm going to need oats to get me through this production. <laughs> I need oats. The E numbers will bring yeah, you down. Yeah, for Chi Chim Chimney. Step in time. Hi, Jules and Sarah. I discovered this podcast when I was on mat leave and binged the entire thing. So I wanted to know if Sarah discovered anything new while on mat leave and if she listened to old episode of the pod too. What a great question. I love it. Don't know your name. Yeah. Think you're from Australia. No, fine. Yes. Gorgeous voice. Yes, gorgeous. Lovely. Um, How amazing to have binged. Anybody who's like binged discovered. five years worth and got through it like you know done it in one sort of go rather than over five years it's just it blows my mind it's just amazing it's commendable really so on mat leave um on the night feeds i had never watched the original love island like the one that everybody talks about with olivia atwood oh it's the best 
Chris and Kem. Yeah. It was that one. It was that epi- that that series, and I'd never watched it. And I'd only got into Love Island very much later, um, when if it was the all shoe a bit. Fits. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back and I watched. I mean, of all the things that I could have been doing, the hours and hours on those night feeds. And so yeah, that's 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 what I spent my time, <laughs> my precious time with. I my, think that's good time my spent. First newborn, but. Lucy um, used to listen to a lot of podcasts during those, which it sounds like this gorgeous person did. Um, and she used to listen to like murder podcasts through the night. Classic Lucy Sheridan. That is, yeah. In her, yes. in her country house listening yes. to murder podcasts during the, the night hill. feed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know that's not, it's not terribly interesting, but yeah, Love Island. <laughs> I watched the original, I watched Love Island for about six years ago. Thank you so much for getting in touch. These voice notes, and we should do questions. It would be lovely, actually. Let's do let's do a bit of an ask us anything. You can ask us anything at all. Within reason. Yeah, within reason. Don't be silly. Um, but yes, we'll give out the WhatsApp number on Instagram. But yeah, let's ask us things. Ask us questions. Ask us and we shall tell. Yeah, we'll tell it. You know us. We're an open book. <laughs> I mean, we've touched on this before about Sheila not being quite cut out for packed lunch life. I can't really imagine that she was cut out for school mum life. Or was she? Was she like running the PTA? I mean, was she? Sheila was a full time mum. Right, yeah. And she. And renovator. Yeah, and renovator. She. I don't really remember her chatting at the school gates. She kind of just stood yeah. there, sunglasses on, arms folded. That's what I mean. She that, and our primary school had not like, approachable. Had a long drive up to it, and lots of parents would walk their children up to the drive. Sheila really dropped us at the bottom, walked us to the bottom of the drive. Off goodbye. you go, darling. Off you go. Yeah. And I've really adopted that. I I think that's kind of the parent that I'll be. Dutch and I have spoken at length about what kind of parents we'll be. Dutch very much will be the chatter. We'll be yeah. the friend. We'll, we'll be all of that. I, I will be think from afar. Owning the dog is a good training ground for it. Yeah. Because if you look now, you you don't want to speak to a single other living person on a dog walk. I don't like people unless I know them. Dutch would speak to everyone. Yeah. So he's already fulfilling that role. Mm. You know, he's already... It's there. He's got it. He'd be lovely at a school gate. He'll be great. He'd be so also, delicious. Also, six foot five, very easy to find your dad. Yeah, very, very there easy. Is, there he is. is. He's Coming here. out. Ding, ding, yeah. the bell. Off they run. There he is. They'll know there. I've arrived because the dry ice will be out and there'll yeah. be feathers knocking around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's your other dad come to pick you up today. <laughs> like the Adams family arriving. <laughs> Um, but Ken and Sheila actually in their retirement going back to the fitness classes and doing and leaning into the exercise um, Ken and Sheila have as Ken says we've started doing spin classes now I used to think it was hula hoops and that's why I didn't go and I thought your mum just kept going and hula hooping and I said oh no dad what image I was like, but dad, both Nick and I do them and Tamar and Dutch. We all like doing spin classes. He just thought everyone just, was this hula hooping yeah. craze that's got the nation. <laughs> we have got good hips. You we have. Can't lie. <laughs> well, they don't lie. No. Um, so, yeah, Ken had been missed old spin. Yeah. And Sheila said... <laughs> Where Sheila... got that from? <laughs> God knows. Um, 
Sheila said that she started taking him to the spin classes in retirement. She said he needs to, you know, get his heart rate up, look after himself. They co- they can do it together. They've joined their local gym. So they, get, so they go in together in their lycra. And mum has said that there must always be a bike width between them. They cannot be bikes next to each other, okay. which I have done spin classes with Dutch. Dutch, the only person I've ever known to fall off a spin, spin bike mid-class. Yeah, yeah. I was like, there's cleats. How have you yeah. come off this? I you don't know what's happened. It's designed no. so you can't do that. Do they mind if somebody goes on that bike in between them? Oh, it's up north, babe. No one's going on that. Sure. It's a class of 30 bikes and there's 10 people in it. Yeah. Ken says Spread it's busy, out. but you know. Yeah. Um. So they go on. And I said, oh, do you get like, do you take a sweat towel with you? Have you got your water? What's your like routine? Because we obviously go... There's no sweat towels offered. Sometimes I take that blue roll off the side and I mop my forehead. And I was like, Dad, no. It's the floor spinaches. No. Can I just say that blue roll, which you see everywhere, is woefully, is woefully incompetent. It doesn't mop up a thing. I just want to share that as somebody. Who's I'm glad you've got pub, that off your chest. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Carry glad you shared that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's don't know why so, it's so popular. So anyway, Dad, I said, do, do you take water? And don't have a bottle. I was like, so sorry, you get on a spin bike for a class, you've got no towel, you've got no water. He said, Is that why I find it difficult? I was like, Yes, that's why you find it difficult. I thought you were gonna say they barely, you know, it's more of like a, a, a gentle a gentle ride, a clip clock no, through. No, because Sheila is used to it. You know what mum's like. Ben's like a pretzel, just on that bike, ready to go. She's yeah. been doing yoga and spin for years. She knows that you have to like go easy at the start and then you conserve your energy and you get through the class. Ken, she said, your dad's a mess. Half She dead. said, he's, on, the, he's <laughs> on that bike. He's getting all excited on the warm up. And then he, he said, I keep looking at the clock thinking, when is this going to end? <laughs> That's my life in a spin class. That's exactly how I feel, Ken. It's how I feel with most forms of exercise. I said, well, what kind of music is it? I don't know how I'd describe it. It's a bit like what you and your brother used to listen to, really pumping hard. I was like, dance music is that what what would i search for on google i was like just ask the teacher what it is they'll tell you and i said i think you need to order some sweat towels i order them from amazon get them in like take them in you take a little water bottle and then you might find it a little bit easier to get through it i was on the phone to them just as they left and um, they said they got in the car and the door shut and dad went We've just run into someone we don't like at the gym after this spin class. Mum was like, we were nearly fainting. We were trying to cold ourselves up. We just completely, and they wanted to chat about Friday night plans. Ken was like, I don't want to spend my Friday night with you. And I need a glass of water now. And just as I heard them, they were putting down the window, you know, like. Yeah. Dad was like, car's steaming up now. We can't get out. (laughs) And they're coming to the, I can see them coming to the car. I've got to go. (laughs) And that really was the last I heard of Ken. We don't know what he did do on the Friday night. We don't know what happened. I mean, so June, June didn't have to do the school run because we got the bus. But what you had to do was you had to cross the road that we lived on, which was quite, quite a main road, quite a busy road. So as we got older, we were trusted to cross the busy road. But obviously George was very small when he, you know, when he first started going on the school bus and everything. So mum would walk him to the bus stop, coat overdressing gown lovely coat overdressing gown like this um there was <laughs> there was there was a school fair 
that we went to that had a fancy dress competition and mum was in hospital. This was when we lived in, this is when we lived in Hinkley and we were going to the school fair. Uh, mum was in hospital having Johnny. That's important, right? So it was just Lorna and I getting dressed up to go. I dressed up as Minnie Mouse, which was always my go-to. Lorna was a chick because the costume was available and she had to make yeah, do. She had to make do. She really did. Um, and Dad drew some whiskers on my face in uh, eyeliner. I want you to imagine the YouTube videos that are available now for oh, fancy yeah, yeah, dress. Yeah, sure. Like, I want you to just imagine how far things have gone in terms of makeup, right? Yeah, yeah. And so my dad, with an eyeliner pencil, painting a little black nose and three whiskers on each side. That was That's where it got to. So only when we arrived at the school fair, it was a space theme. Oh dear, okay. The theme was space. Uh, Lorna was too little to realise. She just kept going, I'm a chick. <laughs> and I was like, this is the worst day of my life. And there was, a pi- there was a picture in the paper of all the robots and the astronauts and the stars and people in a lot of tinfoil, like a lot of tinfoil. And then me as Minnie Mouse and Lorna next to me with a chick. But we did a dance. We did dance. We danced at the Shelby Dance Academy. Um, but everybody had, you know, the, you know, the black um, leotards. Yeah. And they were, it's an all-in-one, you know, it's almost got that sheen on it a little bit. It's completely black, isn't it? Well, we had to, everybody had them because we were cats, right? So we were doing that. Um, mum, <laughs> we had this pig costume, right? That was pink, all in one lycra. The pink, mum dyed it on the hob, right? She dyed it black so that I would have a black leotard to wear to be a cat. Dyed it on the hob. Dyed good. it on the hob, right? But it didn't dye very well. And it was basically grey with black patches all over it. So imagine the dance scene. Everybody is in these really, you know, black, like proper, the real deal, crisp black. And I was in an old pig costume with ears stitched on. A continuing theme yeah, from yes. the Minnie Mouse to the pig. That's it, to the to the pig costume. So I had to do that, but it was dyed. It was then dyed again. It was dyed green because somebody had to be Robin Hood. I like so that she got her uses out of oh, it. Oh, she really did. But that is, I mean, that is a terrible picture. It's a terrible picture of me on the end as the grey, the grey patchy cat. <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> Will we do? Will we do a bit of news from the north? Let's. This comes from the Leeds Live.co.uk. We love the Leeds Live. We love the Leeds Live. Meet the UK's oldest fitness instructor who is still teaching classes at 100. Great. Nimble Marion Watson <laughs> I'll say hosts three keep fit classes at her home at her care home every week at the old age of a hundred and can still put her legs behind her head. That is astonishing. I've never been able to get my leg up there and oh I never my will. God, I can't get <laughs> no, no. The former gymnast only started hosting fitness classes after she turned a hundred because she feared she was starting to give up. In a bid to regain her confidence, the ex-aerobics instructor offered to host fitness classes at her residential home. 
Marion is a resident at a downhole residential home in Bradle-on-Sea, Essex. She celebrated her 100th birthday on, in September and started the classes shortly after. The great-grandmother teaches three 40-minute classes each week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays and doesn't have any plans to stop. Marion said, I just love the joy of movement and seeing people improve. I prefer to teach older people nowadays, though I do find it slightly frustrating having to use chairs. (laughs) Those damn chairs getting in the way. Marion. (laughs) Those pensioners. Get up. (laughs) Imagine Marion just pushing legs in places. (laughs) Marion became a gymnast when she was just 18 before World War II broke out and she kept active ever since playing golf twice a week for over 30 years. Good heavens. In her 70s, Marion started teaching aerobics in her hometown and has now decided to put her skills to good use at the care home. Home manager Karen Johnson believes that having Marion show off her moves inspires others, other residents to, to participate. Karen said... Oh, there's always a bus. I don't know why she sounds like our decorator. <laughs> she sounds like she our sounds decorator. Like she sounds like she's moved to the bush. <laughs> oh, there's always a bus. I can't do it. There's always a bus in the in the home during one of Marion's cl- classes. I can't speak. I've lost Where my accent. Yeah, I, I don't know. She's going Australian. That's what I mean. <laughs> no. Wait, let me get my decorator voice on. Oh, fucking hell. Right. No, she's going to stay Australian. She focuses on gentle exercise and breathing and encourages everyone to go at their own pace. But that doesn't stop Marion from showing off her moves and she will often amaze us all by stretching her legs above her head. Marion is an excellent health Whether you want to see it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bath time got interesting. Marion is in excellent health despite having type 2 diabetes and she often gets told she doesn't look a day over 80. Good, I bet she doesn't look a day over 80. That's lovely. It goes on. There's lots God, of pictures with Marion and her legs above her head. I can't she even looks imagine like... putting my legs anywhere near my head. I like the closing line. If she can do it, others can. Mm, I don't think that's I'm true. I'm unsure. I don't think that's true at all. My leg doesn't... My legs and my head doesn't know what my head is. They've mm. never met. The I actually said to someone met. yesterday, Sarah doesn't even wash her legs. I don't. <laughs> We're talking about the difference yeah, between us. I don't wash my legs. I, I do. still don't wash my legs. Don't wash my legs or my feet. Because oh, no, it don't all wash my just feet. pours down. I wash my legs. Yeah, it's amazing. John washes his legs just while we're here. If anyone, <laughs> no one asked. And so this is continuing with the school theme. And I've gone to the BBC for this. I've gone to the top. Walsall pupils stranded after hotel shreds 41 passports. 42 pupils were left stranded in the US after a hotel apparently shredded their passports in error. The teenagers from Bar Beacon School in Warsaw were due home from a skiing trip on Saturday, but have stayed four more days to get emergency documents. One mother said she was initially shocked, but the school's phenomenal response has been reassuring. Head Katie Hibbs said she was proud of staff on the trip for managing this very challenging situation. The group are now in New York on an impromptu sightseeing tour whilst they've been sorting out documents through the British Embassy. They were previously staying at the Canamagus Lodge in Lincoln, New Hampshire, which had been contacted by the BBC for a response. Mrs Hibbs told the BBC 
41 of the passports were destroyed while the groups were staying at a hotel in New Hampshire. She said the British Embassy had completed their applications and they were due home on Wednesday. The mother who spoke to the BBC did not want to be named. She said the trip was a significant event for the pupils in years 8 to 10 and had been cancelled twice due to the Covid pandemic. She was concerned about her teenage daughters, her teenage daughter after parents were emailed about the passport situation. It was a really horrific shock, she said. It's the first time she's been away from her family for this long and what they were doing was really challenging. Skiing, black runs or blue runs, depending on their experience. <laughs> but she said the teacher leading the trip communicated well and supported pupils. She was up throughout the night answering our emails and questions when she should have been sleeping. She said the pastoral care and how they've been looked after has been so reassuring. Silver lining. She also praised Mrs Hibbs who immediately put in place a plan and ensured all parents filled out the required paperwork within 24 hours. The way the head teacher has been problem solving from a distance has been fantastic, she said. She's just communicated with us really well and was really calm and really clear. She's been phenomenal. The mother said, thankfully, her daughter had her mobile phone and she had been able to talk to her. The silver lining is that they can have an amazing experience and I said just be present and enjoy it she said. <laughs> yeah. pupils have seen city sites from the Staten Island Ferry and visited attractions including Central Park Mrs Hibbs said the four members of his staff in New York were now supporting pupils to explore the city on a dwindling budget <laughs> and she looked forward to the party's return a foreign Commonwealth and Development Office spokesperson said our staff are always on hand to support Brits in trouble overseas and we've been in close contact with this school to assist them. We are processing their applications for emergency travel documents so the staff and children can return to the UK as quickly as possible. And are they back? At the time, we don't know. No. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know if they are back. I'm sure they're on the way. Um, Portslew crew, we adore you for listening. We love you so much. Send us questions. Send us the Ask Me Anything. We would do, love that. Do. We would love that. What do you want to know? Um, we do always finish. We just want to take a moment mm. out of your day. Center. To centre and have Jules's affirmation of the week. Your obstacles are moving out of your way. Your path is carved towards greatness. Yes, and it really is. It really is. I think that's is. what Ken's going to be thinking on his spin bike. <laughs> Get out of the way. Bloody hell. Coming through. Um, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.